spoiler alert. Oh, this is the only fucking podcast about the Sopranos. So what, no fucking ZD now? Tonight on No Fucking ZD, we'll be talking about protesting the Columbus Day Parade, Frankie Valley getting meta, and looking like Pablo Picasso. You finally read a book and it's bullshit. It's an all-new episode of No Fucking ZD. I can't listen to J-Lo without thinking about Furio. I just think about him taking me into his arms. Wow. Yes. Beautiful. Just his hair flowing in the winds. You guys together. That's a great <laughs> image. We can go to the gym. <laughs> Hit the treadmill. Uh, welcome to No Fucking ZD, guys. Episode uh, 42, I believe. So we've... Uh, Jesus Christ. So yeah, we're, we're doing it. Doing it out here. Um, this is... Is this still a podcast? Uh, I think so. Although we have a TV deal, TV deal, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. We're TV. We have this whole camera crew in here. I don't know if you guys can hear them, but they're going to be making a ton of noise this whole time. Yeah, and they're shooting something else, but they're here shooting a TV show. They just want to know us. about like the men behind the podcast. <laughs> yeah, the Empire. Yeah, yeah. Uh, welcome to the show, guys. We're talking about Christopher today, which I said last week. We said last week is like probably the fan consensus worst episode of the show. I think I still stand by that, having watched it today. Yeah. In preparation. Sorry, Michael Imperioli. Yeah, yeah. Well, hey, who knows where it went, where it went wrong? <laughs> I mean, the script on paper is probably not that bad. Well, so um, what are your biggest gripes? I mean, it's just kind of boring. awkward, right? And kind of boring <laughs> yeah. and a little heavy-handed. Like, it's definitely really funny, for sure. Sometimes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I decided I don't like the show anymore. <laughs> yeah. This is the first episode we watched, and yeah. I don't know what everyone's talking about. Yeah, exactly. It's not that good. I can't imagine how many people watched that episode, and it was the first, and they were like, this is kind of weird. Yeah. And this was like, the this season was like the highest rated season up to that point, and so like a lot of new fans were coming in and watching this, and we're probably just like, oh, shit. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's still good. It's still better than fucking NCIS. Yeah, of course. But well, which NCIS? <laughs> we're talking New Orleans, or are we talking... Uh, Montana. <laughs> okay, yeah. That's, that's the worst one. Yeah. No, you're right, though. NCIS Whippany. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I mean, yeah, it is still The Sopranos, which is generally pretty good or better than the lesser shows if, as, as we, as we know. This, this is better than the best Breaking Bad episode. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I think we just lost some listeners. Ooh, I can feel it. Yeah, I can hear them just clicking, yeah. clicking off. Unclicking. Um, but you know, it's, it's, yeah, it's awkward. It's, it's just not, it's not, not great. It's not up to par. It's you know? kind of, it, I mean, to, to, to quote Chrissy or to use a Chrissy term, it feels more like a guinea fest than like any other episode. Mm. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. His words, not mine. Okay. But like, <laughs> but you know, it's like, it just feels like it's just too Italian, too much. Yeah. Some of the, like, I just don't care about any of this. I think that's ultimately, yeah. <laughs> that's is, that's right? the big problem <laughs> yeah. here. It's like, and I think that when the show goes really right, uh, we get some like shenanigans or some stuff that's like a little bit left field in terms of like, you know, we've talked about this a million times. This, what makes this show so much fun is because it's not every episode is not them like holding some guy by his ankles and like shaking all the change out mm -hmm. of his pockets. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like that, that w would get old really quickly. Right. So being able to explore these other aspects of Italian American life, right? Yeah. <laughs> like protesting fucking Indians and shit. Right. Um, it's just not, I just don't think it's a great choice in terms of like something to have a, an episode about <laughs> a whole. Yeah. I mean, it, like it might've worked as like a, a really like small, like subplot, you know, as like the, as like the fourth storyline going on in the episode that yeah. it's like you know, a couple scenes, but it's, um, there's, yeah, there's, it's just, it's, there's not enough there. You're right. Is there a Hitchcock word for this where like an episode that kind of stinks in the middle of the season mm. and then like, cause there are subplots developing right. that are important. And, and I mean, the one thing that it does do well is it sets up the next episode, the wait, which is arguably one of the best episodes. Yeah. Um, and like so, we need some of the things that happen right in this episode. Yeah, but even then, there's like only really like so that is like the whole Johnny Sack Ralphie storyline. Yeah. There's really only two scenes with those two guys in this episode. Like <laughs> that's true. Three, it? I guess there's three if you count the one with uh, 
Johnny Sack talking to Polly on the phone, but like, yeah, those could have potentially just happened next week at the beginning at the beginning of the episode or somewhere in that episode, and you know, like, yeah, yeah. But you're right. I mean, it sets it sets that up. It sets up obviously like Bobby and Janice now are are, uh, are going to start getting closer now that Karen uh, tragically passed. Um, yeah, bummer. Yeah, that that, that great kid. <laughs> my sweet Karen. What a sweet girl. I gotta say, um, that's my favorite part of the episode. Watching Bobby cry. I'm sorry, it fucking rolls. <laughs> oh man, it's he's pretty good for for a stand up comedian. He's actually pretty good. He's great. Yeah. I mean, I think that he like he saves this episode, man. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, it's it's but you know sad of course sad um and then I'm trying to think of what else it sets up and then uh, there's the ongoing Adriana thing as well you know she's clearly upset about what happened at the end of last week with the FBI oh totally uh, you know officially <laughs> revealing themselves um and, the FBI coming out of the closet right so you know she's there's that but and then of course like the the Janice and Ralphie thing. But that comes to an end in this episode. But that that stuff is still pretty good, I think. You yeah, know? totally. I, I think all that stuff is important. It's good. Mm -hmm. But like, again, great subplots. Mm -hmm. But this episode, the the main plot just isn't. I think that's the problem for me. It just it's no fun. It's no. Yeah. I mean, it's no fun. I don't fun. give a shit about the Columbus thing, truly. Yeah. I mean, I don't really either. Um it's also it's there's not enough Tony, I think, is really what it is. Like he's not uh, if I I wonder if he was more directly involved in that plot. Like if it's Tony there protesting the protesters, maybe like it's a little more interesting. But yeah. He's like he's like not even in the first three or four scenes of the show. Like I think the first time you see him is um uh, maybe at that dinner with, with Johnny Sack or I think or, uh, Yeah, I think you're right. It's just which always just feels weird when like you don't have your main character, like you hold off that long without having them, you know? Yeah, and and and, and it's 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 one of those situations where like it makes a lot of sense. We've had some there's been some, you know, some dysentery among the ranks. Right. right. <laughs> as Chris puts it. Um but and so I mean so this is a nice opportunity for them you know, for Silvio to be like, look, we could use your support on this. Yeah. And I think that that's an interesting thing, but still the Columbus thing, like I just, I, I tune out. Yeah. I, I, it's I, like the, one of the less relatable things. Like they do so much stuff yeah. in, in like the Sopranos mafia world where I'm like, Oh, that's kind of, that looks kind of fun. Like I could, right. play, I could play poker all night, you know, right. like that sounds cool. Or the license plate game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In front of yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, Massachusetts. Massachusetts. <laughs> that's actually hilarious. Like it, I, I didn't like fully, uh, appreciate how funny it is that they're playing the license plate game yeah. in front of Satrials. <laughs> and then they're complaining about how Indians are collecting government checks and sitting on their asses. Right. Exactly. I mean, so that, that to me, that's like kind of the funny part to me is like they're everything they're complaining about, like they're just doing themselves or worse even. Cause at least like <laughs> they're shaking everybody down. Of yeah. It's, it's just, uh, so the, the hypocrisy is funny and yeah, I mean, I agree. It's not relatable, but they do try, uh, or I don't know if they try, but like in the episode, like really like everyone has a gripe about something, you right, know, like, right. Um, it's kind of like the precursor to Twitter. Like this is what Twitter is like today or Reddit <laughs> or Reddit or yeah, just the internet in general is just asking the question, how is this okay about every, whatever their, you know, pet problem is that they, that they have totally. And then, and so like, that's kind of happening here, which is also sort of funny. Uh, so maybe if you don't relate to the Columbus thing, you can relate to, uh, Hesh's problems with the Hitler comments or something, but you know, again, I don't know. And I, yeah. I, I, I did love seeing that guy from Seinfeld. In, I forgot that he episode. was in, yeah. He's hilarious in Seinfeld. I, I vaguely remember it, but I, I, I would have to watch the episode again. He's the guy but, who gets super pissed at Kramer, who's doing the AIDS walk, and, right. and it, Kramer won't wear the ribbon. And he's like, no, I don't need to wear the ribbon, I'm doing right. the walk. And the guy's like, he, he doesn't want to wear the ribbon? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to do the whole thing. I can't do the whole spiel. That was pretty good, though. That was pretty good. They, um, who? Who doesn't want to wear the ribbon? <laughs> it's hilarious. It was really good. I saw because I looked. I just because I was really struggling for something to say about this episode. Of course, <laughs> of course, I had to like look up some other articles about it and saw that mentioned and saw a picture of the guy from Seinfeld. But I, yeah, I, yeah I'd, I'd have to go back and rewatch that episode. Well, that even that scene, it fucking stinks, man. It's so out of nowhere. It's like pointless. Ruben, this guy Ruben, that you know, uh, clearly some rich buddy of Hesh's. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that is it's so bizarre. It really is bizarre. The Montel Williams thing at the beginning or Montel Jordan, or which no, one's Montel the singer, Jordan which one's this the, is how we do okay, it. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. When he just breaks into song, that's uh, yeah. no, but yeah, the Montel Williams interview is also just really awkward and and just strangely acted by the people in that, that yeah. thing on TV when Furio's over. 
And like, why would, I just don't know what the point of that is. Is like, is the point of it that to, to just drive home the fact that Italians aren't as shit on as other like races and ethnicities. Cause like, it's awfully heavy handed where this guy like uses the term middle passage mm. and yeah. until whatever is like, you know, whoa, that's a term used for the slave trade. Yeah. It's like a fucking it's it's like the Burger King Kids Club or something. Yeah, like, they're just so it's so obvious and like ham fisted. I mean, I, I think the only way I, I, I think the only way you can look at it really is that this is supposed to kind of be like a parody or satire, I guess, really. And it's supposed to be. I think that I think it's really going for just pure comedy. It's just that it's it's. I, I didn't it's, find that too funny. Well, know? I mean, not even not just that scene, but I mean, like. Oh yeah, yeah, thing, yeah. I, I, I hear you. You know, it's just all it's it's a lot about like the hypocrisy of these guys yeah, in general. Sure. And then also, you know, the the speech at the end, uh, the whatever happened to Gary Cooper speech with Tony. That's a great scene. Actually. That scene is fantastic. Yeah. yeah. And we should say Michael Imperioli wrote this episode. Did we mention that already? Like, well, I, I already apologize oh, right. at the beginning. <laughs> yeah. Like, really sorry, Michael. Um, you know, it, I'm sure it, got, it went through like every writer's hands at one point. But good scene, good speech, good good dialogue there at the end. But you know, like yeah. Tony makes that whole. There's just a lot of like justification on this on the show where people are like, oh, it's my parents' fault. It's like this fault. It's you yeah. know. And so I think it's a lot about that too like people's yeah, even, backgrounds and how they ref- affect their day-to-day lives and whether they do totally. or don't you know and most of the time don't i think well, well that's the thing is that they like they have free will and they're deciding to do what they do right you know what i mean and like but even that's that spiel from tony as great as that scene is that felt really out of place to me when it, he when he got into all like i mean he sounded like andrew wk or something he was like so <laughs> just like no, because you're smart. You know what I mean? And it's right. like, okay, like, really? Like, this is Tony saying this to people? Right. Yeah, true. It feels I thought like, it was awful weird. It, yeah, it feels like like that scene is, like, from the end of a, a really great episode, except, and you know, like, if that if it was, like, a great episode and that scene happened at the end, it would be just amazing, you know? But, like, it yeah. doesn't match the rest of the episode. It's like, where did this really come from, you know? Yeah. Because, again, he's, like, bar- Tony's, like, barely in it and barely, barely has anything to say about it until then. Yeah. So. And he's awfully cooperative leading up to it. And I wish that we could have gotten him resenting it a little bit more like behind the scenes yeah. before it boils over in the car. Yeah. I also just like to say some of the best soprano scenes are in a car. Yeah, true. Like that one, the end of Pine Barrens is fucking mm-hmm. hilarious. He's like, mayonnaise, mayonnaise. <laughs> like, but the, the, the acting between Syl and... And and Chrissy and Tony is is so funny where like and the edit I love the editing where mm-hmm. like it just cuts to Chrissy and mm-hmm. he asks some dumb question Tony's like no and he's like banging on the steering wheel or whatever yeah like it's just it's so funny it's so funny yeah the, he was gay Gary Cooper it makes me laugh every <laughs> yeah, single yeah, time exactly <laughs> no <laughs> and can we assume that Christopher's on drugs in that scene like he looks like pretty like. Z- like zonked out or you know, at the beginning or and just chilling I don't know but yeah, probably, yeah I think we're supposed to assume he's on drugs like the whole time yeah I think so I can't even remember if we see him do drugs in this episode but I don't think, I think so we can just assume that he is he's yeah. fucked up yeah I mean we'll we'll get to his intervention in seven episodes oh, or something man. like that that's so, that's another one yeah so yeah I think we can pretty much assume he looks like he's on drugs a little bit and uh, and the he was gay Gary Cooper line is just I think the tell right? <laughs> yeah, it's pretty great exactly. he just can't follow the conversation at all <laughs> like at all yeah um okay so Christopher Columbus you know uh-huh sail the ocean blue sail the ocean blue and 14 can, can something we, can we talk about AJ reading Howard Zinn yes <laughs> how funny it is He's, he, he's on page one, pretty much. Know, he's literally <laughs> page one. He's like, look, can you believe this? Yeah. It's like one paragraph into the book. He's reading like a review of it. Yeah. Like, quote. Yeah. This came out in, in 2006? What? <laughs> um, but, like, I love the argument that he has with, with, with Carmela about, mm-hmm. you know, about how Columbus was a shit, a shit bag, basically. Yeah. Who did all this awful stuff. Yeah. And I, yeah, that's all I got to say about that. I just, I just, I want a photograph of AJ reading people's history of the United States. Like, <laughs> Make it, it happen to it or send that to us, yeah, please. Yeah, let's do that. Uh, yeah, AJ, it's fun. That's, that's the other, the other weird thing about this episode, though, is that every single person has something to say about it, which also just feels like not realistic and not like the show. Like it's. Yeah. Imagine if AJ had something to say about like all like everything in every episode, you know, like he <laughs> it would be a long yeah, series. It's just it's so it's just bizarre that like all these people are so 
up in arms about it and equally invested. Yeah, exactly. Like, even AJ, that doesn't make any sense. Exactly. And like even the shit that they try to get going with Dell Red Clay, mm-hmm. which I think is a great, I love that his name is Dell. Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> uh, even with that, like, first of all, what's the point of this thing with his teaching assistant? Like, who the fuck cares? Mm. Why? Like, it just seemed like they're in like two scenes, basically. Right. Well, he's on TV, and he's then on TV, yeah. and then Ralphie finds him. Yeah. And like, but why does he care so much about this this uh, Iron Eyes Cody thing? Like, I don't know. It's it's like I I wouldn't think that they would give a shit. Yeah. It's weird. It's really weird. That scene is good until Ralphie leaves and they it keeps going too. You know, like yeah, it's just bizarre. And it's uh, there's also like no drama because she's just like, no, that's what he just said is not true. It's cool. Don't worry about it. And like it's just like, oh okay, cool. Like and she's so cute. It's funny and it's confusing that she's so cute. Yeah. Well, I think so. He's probably like they're probably doing it right. Maybe I, I would. Yeah. I mean, I like the the TA joke that that Ralphie makes there too. By the that way, that is really good. I'm Del's TA. Yes, I can see that. <laughs> he's great. I mean, any scene with Ralphie is usually going to be really funny. Agreed. Yeah. But like. But then again, the scene with fucking Hesh and Ruben, it's it's like Sesame Street. He's like, come on, you guys have been friends for years. Yeah, you know? yeah. And it's just like, okay, like there's nothing unsaid here. It's like all mm-hmm. right in front of you. Yeah. Ham fisted. Ham fisted. Yeah. And uh, out of character, uh, it's just, <laughs> um, you know, Ralphie's like being the nice guy in that scene. Like that just sums up this episode. It's like, yeah. whoa, what the fuck's going on? They're like that, they're not acting the way they usually act. No, they're not. And you know? also, Tony doesn't say anything like the whole time. That's that's in that scene. In that scene, he's just kind of standing around. Yeah, and I then, guess you're right. Yeah. And then also, well, one thing we do get there is we get introduced to uh, Piomai. Right. So we, another big thing. Another Piomai is a very important horse. Yes. <laughs> yes. And thoroughbred. She's going to be in a lot of paintings. Uh huh. Uh huh. Not the only thoroughbred that uh, Ralphie will have killed. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Debatable about Piomai. I guess we'll get there though. But who knows? I think. Okay. I we'll see. Yeah. We just do that instead. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm pretty much out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, well, I guess we should talk about. Let's talk. Let's let's change the subject. Yeah. Carmela Furio. Okay. Yeah. Treadmills. Yep. Uh, it's starting here a little bit. We see like. Not only does Carmela like him, but it looks like he probably has a little thing for her now. Yeah, totally. Uh, they become fr- they're friends. He's my friend. Yeah, they're eating uh, some kind of like pie or pastry together, watching that thing. Fur- Furio has kind of like interesting perspective on this whole thing. Now I'm going back to the Columbus thing, <laughs> but like I-, I do like that they're all like, "Yeah, we're Italian. You gotta love Columbus." And he's like, "Fuck Columbus!" Like he's from the north. Like I hate that guy. Yeah, exactly. And they just don't. Get- and he's like more Italian than any of them. And yeah. he like truly doesn't give a shit. Yeah, yeah. And but it's like this weird mishmash where it's it's like if you're too Italian, you don't care about Columbus because it's an American thing. But most Americans are just like, oh, cool, he was one of those explorers, mm-hmm. you know. And like, but it's they have pride about it because they're Italian. It's just like it's 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 awfully flimsy yeah it is i don't mean it's unrealistic i think some people truly give a shit oh for sure well i was reading actually um i think on that sopranos autopsy website that's or it might have been the av club i forget but Mm -hmm. i just i was reading about this episode and i guess like two or three weeks after it actually aired um they uh dominic Kinney's and uh, Lorraine Bracco wanted to march in the Columbus Day Parade. That's right. That's right. And for some reason, they weren't allowed to because the I guess the Italians felt that you know the Sopranos was defaming Italians in general. Um, so th- they <laughs> they didn't want them to march. And so Mayor Bloomberg actually sat out the parade that year and took them to lunch that day. <laughs> I want to go to that lunch. Yeah, I know. Right? That sounds amazing. Yeah. Um, uh, so. There was a little bit of like art imitating life, imitating art or something going on there. And yeah, you're right. I think there are people in the real world who do care about this kind of stuff. Yeah, totally. I mean, definitely. It's definitely an East Coast Italian kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. My family never gave a fuck. You know what I mean? But um, because truly, like these guys weren't that amazing. Columbus or (laughs) like the explorers. I mean, they, they were, but they probably weren't nice. Well, yeah, I <laughs> probably not. Yeah. I mean, I like I kind of agree with Hesh a little bit and uh, where he's just kind of or no, maybe it's not Hesh. I forget who says it, but someone mentions like, listen, like a, a, if you want like a pro Italian parade like or holiday, like that's fine. But, yeah, like, exactly. Celebrating this guy specifically. Like, come on, you know, yeah. um, which I can sort of understand, you know, it's kind of insulting. Yeah. Um, 
But, you know, that also reminds me, though, I mean, there. I think one of the other weird, awkward parts about this episode is that it was meta and it was like Chase and the writers kind of just giving the middle finger to all these people who said that, like, they were, you know, uh, putting it uh, putting a bad light on Italians, you know, like because there's so many people yeah. just protested the show in general because the way like. It, it portrayed all Italians as being in the mob. Well, you know, in, in Italy, uh, I want to... Fuck, what's his name? The the president or whatever of Italy mm. um, at the time. He actually made it so that Sopranos only showed at like three in the morning in Italy for a while. Is because, that true? Yeah, really? because he thought it portrayed Italian-Americans badly. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. So, yeah, people were pissed. I mean, and I think this, yeah, this episode is just clearly just like, fuck you, like, you know, that's uh, these guys are these guys. Like yeah. the, the mob sucks, but Italians don't. You know, and we're, that's not what they're trying to do. Some and, Italians do. So sure, I mean, some some of everybody does, I guess. But you know, <laughs> but like we but, all suck. Yeah, I suck. Um, but you know, yeah, they, it was really just kind of like they. I think it was just like we're talking about Tony and his crew. This isn't about everybody, and this is just a, a specific story. And it was just like an American satire in general, just about like, you know, gluttonous, greedy people. Well, <laughs> you know? Oh, completely. I mean, and, and you didn't see like Russian people whining about, I mean, I wasn't there, but like when the Bond movies were coming out in the 60s and 70s, it was always like Russian espionage. Like, yeah. You didn't see Russians getting all pissed about being typecast, but then again, we wouldn't really know because it was like mid twentieth century, and yeah, maybe they were pissed about it. <laughs> the height of the Cold War. Oh, yeah, on second thought, maybe they didn't like it. <laughs> they were pretty mad at us for about a fifty year stretch there. Actually. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's I don't know. Anyways, what yeah. are we at? About twenty two minutes. Yeah. <laughs> I think that about does it for Columbus for me. Um, Furio, though, what were we gonna say there? I mean, just basically. Uh, the the romance is budding, I guess, and the romance is budding, and like Car, I just noticed Carmela doing that thing that people do, where they're like casually talking about someone, like, no, it's okay, we're friends, you know what I mean? Oh, right, right, and right. um, and also like the girl talk in this episode is kind of strange, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, seeing that, but um, but yeah, so Furio's there. I just wanted, I just it made me so nostalgic for you know web, the Web 1.0 days where like you you like. Furio moves into this new house and he takes pictures of it with mm -hmm. a 35 millimeter camera, mm -hmm. goes to the drugstore, gets them printed out, mm -hmm. and then takes them to Carmela's house to show them to right. Carmela. <laughs> yeah. It's like, like how's she gonna like retweet that? You know, like <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like how how's he gonna get likes on there? Uh, yeah, I don't understand. But it's so it's like so crazy that this dude, and it's it he's really like settling into suburban life, I think, really well. He mm -hmm. like took pictures of his new house and he's like <laughs> yeah. taking them to the friend's house to show them to her. Yeah, that's so true. Yeah. It was like an event like, Oh, Fury was coming by to show me pictures of his house. Like that's, yeah. that's bizarre now. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, it's very interesting. I mean, he's, he's hilarious. Mm -hmm. I, I, I kind of, we get very little of him actually beating the shit out of people. Mm -hmm. Like as time goes on. I know. Yeah. For like such a big, bad, scary character at first, like, I mean, this season especially just really softens him up. Yeah, I, I mean, like when when he first comes to America and he like tears that fucking whorehouse apart, the mm -hmm. massage parlor. Mm -hmm. You're just like, oh my god, what yeah. the fuck? But you don't really see that much, and it's hilarious because it's like this other side of him. He's like talking about like working with my hands in the dirt and like the olives, <laughs> and like he's this bougie fucking dude, you yeah. know. Probably killed like double digits people, you think? Definitely double digits. Yeah. At that point, for sure. Yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> and the pain, when, when, you, when you get down to pain and suffering, might as well be triple digits. Yeah, probably. Um, yeah. Speaking of pain and suffering, <laughs> you want to take a break? <laughs> Let's take a break. We'll come back. We'll, we'll strain to think of more stuff to talk about. No, there's more. There's more. There's, we should talk about Ralphie and Janice for sure. Ralphie, Janice, Bobby. Bobby and, and uh, uh, yeah, Bobby Janice, I guess. And then um, a little Frankie Valley. We can talk about him. Yeah, we should talk about Frankie and we should also talk about uh, the church, the church ladies. Yeah, we should. We should. Um, so we'll be back. Hold on to your butts, guys. Yeah, yeah. This gripping is, pod. This is going to be a real <laughs> wild ride. And we'll answer, answer some questions as well. So we'll be back. Oh, Stick really? around. We got a couple questions. Let's yeah. The light at the end of the tunnel. Exactly. Okay. All right, guys. No fucking ZD is brought to you by Mama's Little Hoo. Pretty as a midsummer's morn. Mm -hmm. Late 
So in, in hockey, is it is it a hockey court? I can't remember. Is it a ho- is it, or it's a it's a rink? A rink? <laughs> it's an ice rink. Yes. Spell that. Rink. Uh, rink. Um. P, P, P Capital of Canada. Uh, <laughs> did we ever verify what a, the capital? Did we no, got wait. We're, we we're not going to verify what the cop with the capital of Canada. Is. I think that one of the things we said was right. Probably. We did. We threw out a bunch of things. One of them is probably right, which kind of sums up the podcast in general. <laughs> I remember. I remember feeling right <laughs> when, <laughs> well, when we talked about it. That's all that matters. That was my thought. Yeah. Uh, all right, so let's get into, um, want to talk Ralphie and Janice and some, uh, some weird sex. Yeah, and, uh, super weird, wacky sex. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's talk about the, the SFX guy for a second. Yes, like, <laughs> let's please. He's, that vibrator noise, it really does sound like luby butt vibrator. Like, yes. Like, you can really feel it, like, like, he's really <laughs> pushing it in there, uh, you know what I mean? It's, it's, uh, it's pretty out there. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it, the sound effects, are, it's luby, it's, like, squishy and suctiony like they they really went for it in that scene yeah all like everyone in that scene went for it <laughs> they just went for it yeah. i mean imagine shooting that scene it's like so it's hilarious yeah it's it, fucking unreal it is it, yeah super super funny um and a new uh a new little uh insight into ralphie's uh personal life there yeah kind of out of left field um last year we did see him having sex with Tracy and he did potentially get her pregnant. So there's some penis area Volvo contact. <laughs> penis area <there. Ari> contact. <laughs> uh, but now apparently uh, I guess this is the real Ralphie. This is the real him. Yeah. He likes some weird shit. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. It's cool. It's it, cool. It is like cool. Weird it's totally shit. cool, but it's 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 surprising. Well and Janice I Janice seems up for it. She seems to be having fun. Mm-hmm. Uh and I love how Rosalie call. I mean, poor Rosalie. I know. First of all, but I love how she calls, and then Janice is like, Can, "I wish we could find a way to do this with Rosalie on the phone." <laughs> and, and he goes, "What?" And she goes, "Nothing. We're, we're so wacky." <laughs> I know. I love that. <laughs> we're so wacky. We're so wacky. That that is that's. I think that that sums sums them up. Yeah, pretty for good. Sure. Uh, yeah, they're not necessarily. They're not a match made in heaven. Much like uh, Janice and Richie, Janice and Ralphie is. Equally bad. She's a good sport, though. Janice, yeah, she is. Uh, <laughs> like, uh, calling her, calling him uh, her little slut is hysterical. I know. <laughs> um, Mommy's hua. Yeah. <laughs> it's so great. You think he? It's part of his fantasy to have her pronounce hua the way that he says it. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. He's like, no, you're not saying it right. She's like, whore. Hua. He's like, no, 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 you're not saying it right. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, they, uh, they, they were not, they were not really meant for each other. These two, and uh, and Janice knows it. Ralphie, I think, maybe knows it. I don't know. I mean, he's obviously we we in the conversation he had with Vito last week, like clearly using her just to kind of get to- closer to Tony, and uh, and then we find out in her hilarious therapy sessions this week that Janice is kind of using Ralphie to do the same thing in a way. You yeah, know? exactly. Um, which is an, an interesting fold to the whole thing, I guess. You know? I like that Janice is in therapy. Yeah, me too. It's that that makes me kind of happy. I mean, she deserves it. Yeah, I think actually, I think everyone deserves a good therapist. But uh, agreed, agreed. She's been dealt her share of tough cards. She has actually not yeah. as many as she thinks. No, no, <laughs> definitely not. <laughs> not at all. Uh, but it's nice, and it's nice that she has a like a regular woman that she talks to because mm-hmm. it, it it's interesting. Because with Janice, she doesn't relate to the the mafia women. No, she relates to the men more, big time. Don't you think? That's a really good point. Yeah, for sure. Which makes it makes sense that she'd be the one doing the vibrating, not getting vibrated. Yes, that's very true. Um, agreed. Yeah, totally. And uh, I, I do like the therapist. I like her, the therapist's office. How just like it's a little more granola than it's yeah, not like totally. Melfi's like office clinical. You know, like corporate professional. Modern. Like, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, but great scenes though, because the, the, the therapist is just like doing her best to handle someone like Janice. And also it's like really clear that like the Janice that, that she presents to her therapist is just so off base from the real Janice. Cause it's fucking hysterical that she's like, use some of that compassion that you're just famous for. You yeah. Know? And breaking up with Ralph. <laughs> and then she throws him down the stairs. <laughs> oh, I know. I love that. I, I thought, when when Janice throws him down the stairs, was that this episode? That was this episode, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. When I mean, I I like how that kind of gets wrapped up a little bit. Yeah. Uh, but when she threw him down the stairs, I thought that he was gonna like. I I didn't know it was gonna happen. Yeah. I really thought that he might come back for her, but yeah. it kind of just disappears. Yeah, I mean, I I can't. I mean, even does really it not? Th- 
No, I think it does. Yeah, and I can't even really recall. I mean, we'll see. I guess in the next couple episodes, any other? Are there any like awkward moments between them coming up where like they're like, yeah, we dated, but we broke up? Like it's it's that's pretty much it. I don't think so. I, yeah. I I don't even I can't even think of a time when they might make contact before Ralphie dies. Yeah, I think that before Janice dies. Right. <laughs> uh, no, yeah, I think that's pretty much it. I mean, she's gonna go for Bobby now. That 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 seed is planted um, when she brings the KFC over to his house. <laughs> yeah, actually, that's a good. <laughs> segue because i think what i think is really interesting about this episode it's more the ladies mm-hmm. it's ladies night and the feelings right yeah <laughs> uh, and uh you know we get we we see how they fill their days a little bit mm-hmm. mostly working out and chilling <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> not, um, not too much different than the guys i guess yeah working uh, out with jewelry on like i never got that I know. yeah they're all like just decked. Like, Carmel's wearing like five necklaces in that scene. I know. And, uh, yeah, and Adriana too. It's just it's it's funny. Yeah, I'm so into that suburban life where it's like you always have that like I'm just on my way home from the gym like picking up bagels. Yeah, type five. Yeah, like just wearing comfies all the time. I know. I know. Uh, I watch the show. I miss the suburbs when I watch the show all the time. Uh, man, me too. It looks nice. It looks real nice. I really I, I love it, and yeah. I think that also, um, it's. Yeah, it's just a really nice look at like what the what the ladies are up to. The con- I mean, there's not a lot of new news as far as Adriana's concerned. No, yeah. Um that's that's the long game. You know what yeah. I mean? That's a great yeah. plot and I love that they don't they don't hit the gas on it like all the time. Agreed, yeah. I think that's a really cool thing. Um yeah. it's interesting hearing them chat. You know, I think that I think that Gabby, Dante, and Carmela are really like I think that they're super tight. Mm-hmm. Rosalie, uh, Rosalie as well. Mm-hmm. I think the three of them, they're like the top dogs. And then Adriana kind of is like trying to fit in, but I think it makes it harder. I mean, not only is she younger, but also it makes it harder because now she's an FBI yeah. informant, you know? Yeah. And, and so you can, you can totally see the burden, you know? Yeah. She feels, she feels, um, she feels the weight. Yes. There you go. There you go. There you go. Um, agreed. Yeah. Uh, the, the women that the, they, what I what I also like too is like, you know, that scene in the church. Carmela just totally plays like the mob boss wife. Like, She's perfectly. so godfathery. It's amazing. Yeah, like when she first says like, "What are you gonna do?" It's kind of like everyone's like, "Yeah, I guess." And then she says it again, and and Gabby Dante is just immediately just like, "Oh right, I'm gonna take action here." Just like still, just like her husband's still. Yeah. She's just like, "I'm gonna take action here." See, I and, thought that I thought that was so interesting. Yeah. I loved it, and I also can can we uh, can we give a shout out to Father Phil real quick because. Yeah. He's great. That scene where he walk, where where Gabby walks into his office and he's about to bite into a cannoli. <laughs> <laughs> That's like all that guy does is like hang out and eat. Yeah, something to do with food somehow. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, but like, it's I mean, not that we need to rip on this episode anymore. But mm-hmm. that speaker, like. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's just supposed to be kind of like a bad speaker, but her like rousing speech about Broccoli Rob, mm-hmm. I was just like, come on. Yeah. Like it was almost just, it, it, like for like an Italian pride kind of thing, it almost went so far in the other direction yeah. that like it's almost like making fun of the whole thing. It's like, okay, but we're all just like fucking human people. Yeah. Like, don't forget. Yeah, well, people do forget. People do forget. People forget that all the time. Like Donald Trump. Mad. Yeah. <laughs> we should mention actually in that woman's speech, she's saying, um, she's like, when they say John Gotti, you say Rudolph Giuliani. I know, <laughs> and, uh, and I don't I, know if you would now. I'm not. No, personally, as an you know, to put on my Reddit voice for a second, as an Italian American, right? I pretend Rudy Giuliani doesn't exist. <laughs> I mean, the, the guy is just going off some kind of cliff. I don't know, whatever, wherever your politics lie, I feel like. Whether your politics are at the bottom or the top yeah. or the middle or the side. <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, the, this Rudy Giuliani is not the one that was, I mean, in 2002, he would have been very popular, though. You well, know, the, the post 9-11 moment. Exactly. That's, that's that's the context that we were in there and like, yeah. and him kind of like hitting the brakes on the, the new NYC porno. <laughs> You know? Yeah, right. He cleaned up Times Square. He cleaned up Times Square. Yeah. Um, and it's great because now we never have to go there. Right. Exactly. <laughs> we just, we just, just avoided stay, it at all costs. Stay in our neighborhood. You know? <laughs> um, but yeah, it's like, I, I think that these women have like, it's nice to get a little insight with them sometimes. Yeah. And, their church has speakers in the bingo room. Uh, yeah. Like and, how and delightful! They, will they willingly attend these events too? I know. Um, and they get fucking dressed up for them too. Uh, yeah, I know. Um, or I guess it might have just been after church, but I don't know. Maybe not actually, because it was like it no, was a late afternoon. It's like or a something, Tuesday. Right? Yeah, yeah. Because Karen has to drive home, and she wants Bobby to pick up the steaks. 
Um, Speaking of which. Yeah, I, you know what? I, I like the way they do that scene, though. I, I like that he's stuck in traffic and like doesn't realize that it's his wife in the accident up there. That's something that's always just kind of stuck with me, you know? like Also, how do you not see the car? Yeah, I know, like, or at least when he passed by. But maybe, maybe by the time he passed by, they had towed it away or something, you right. know, or it was like off a cliff or something. I don't know. I it's don't like know. it's not. The, we're dwelling on the wrong yeah. sorts of details. Yeah, right. Here. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I just like the setup of this. Did she drive a Kia? Um, <laughs> yeah, it it is a really good setup, and and but I find it slightly out of character that Bobby would say like, "Your mother's a real, you know what?" Sometimes, like, yeah. Well, you know, uh, I mean, it, he's not yelling. This is a giant's house, you know. Like, <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah, I don't know. And, you know, the whole Bobby thing, too, like, let's not forget, of course, like, Tony and Carmella are going to be divorced by the end of the season, or at least starting a separation Separated, by the end of the season. Yeah. And, uh, you know, a lot of the women look at Bobby and are kind of like, why isn't my husband more like Bobby? <laughs> you know, like, um, you know, Ro and, and Ralphie break up in this episode, and, and Ralphie and Janice also break up in this episode. Yeah, Ra- and, Ralphie's just got a real dead streak going. Yeah. But, you know, he's saying to, to, to Rosalie, like, you know, I, I don't know if I can do this. Like, I don't know if I can take care of you. And, and or he, he, she says, like, just be there for me, you know. And he just says, what's in it for me? Which kind of sums up all the men in the in this mafia world, you know. It does. And you can see in his eyes, it's really well well acted by Joey Pants there. Because you can see in his eyes, he's like, I'm making a decision to, like, like alienate this woman and put her off. Yeah. Like, he's not trying to let it down easy. He's not. He. He is incapable of saying what he wants mm. that he's like not in, I mean, other than sexually, but like, mm. I mean, he's incapable of just being like, I'm not into it anymore. I'm sorry. I know this is a tough time. Yeah. Um, but then like, and, but he's just, he's not putting on the, the Ralph at home facade that we were talking about. Like when he's mm. telling jokes at the table and all mm-hmm, that shit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then like double teaming a stripper with a cop. Like, you know what I mean? Like, he has that great like mask that he puts on and he like kind of you can see it in his eyes. He just decides to take it off. And he's like, what's in it for me? Yeah. And he's and it's kind of like the dating version of like the dead eyes. Like, yep, it's over. You're that. This is meaningless to me now. Yeah. Um, great scene from her, though. I, I just her flipping out is, is excellent and like really so good. deserved, you know. Oh, yeah. Rosalie needed a, needed a little uh, to, to vent a little bit. you know. And I, frankly, like I was I was thinking the other day about how like she when when she and Carmela go to Paris and she like bangs some 26 year old. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, good for you. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I thought about that. I was watching that scene today. I thought about that. Too. I was like, man, Rosalie really has it tough. And she no one deserves that scene in Paris more than than she does by the yeah. time they get there. Yeah, I, we never got a Rosalie sex scene, unfortunately. No, no she's no. mostly I don't. How many scenes does she have that aren't in her house? <laughs> There's like a handful, but like so many of the scenes are her like sitting at her dinner table or smoking in bed <laughs> or something like that. She just hangs out at that house all the time. Yeah. I have a soft spot for her though. I love Rosalie. I love her. She's such a good actress. Yeah. And like, and you really feel for her when Ralphie is like, no, it's from not taking care of yourself. And you're just like, fuck uh, yeah. you, Oh bro. yeah, I forgot about that line. Yeah. He's, he's so terrible. Yeah, he really is. And he's like finally letting her see it, I guess, you yeah. know? Um, it's such a Weasley way to break up too. Like he doesn't really say it. He like waits for her to ask. And then he's just like, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah <laughs> like yeah. barely even says the word. Uh, yeah. Gross. Ralphie. Gross. Ralphie. He's gross. <laughs> he is gross. And like, I, yeah. Uh, he's pulling in tons of money though. Mm-hmm. So that's the good thing, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, poor Rosalie. I guess we could probably devote a lot of episodes to that. We could just, yeah, just say that repeatedly for <laughs> yeah. an hour. Like, mm, tough, poor tough, Rosalie. tough time for her. Yeah. But she's still living the life. You know, they're going to the church. They're going to the gym. They're hanging yeah. out. Um, oh, I wanted to go back to what you were saying about how, like, it, it's it's interesting because you were saying a lot of the wives, like, wish that their husbands were more like Bobby mm-hmm. in some ways. You would, you could never imagine Tony, like, sobbing and, like, crying and and sputtering at the funeral like now like bobby is yeah in such i mean and bobby does it in such a comedic way it's such a great like yeah. full body cry yeah. <laughs> you know what i mean he's like a walking talking courtroom drawing yeah. you know what i mean <laughs> yeah for sure uh no i could not picture tony doing that going up to the casket and and bawling like that or even saying like my sweet carmella <laughs> like can you really imagine <laughs> my that sweet carmella yeah i don't know my sweet karen <laughs> this whole open casket thing still irks me why why just because the In whole general like, or like the practice it's so strange it is bizarre have you have you been to one have no you... i've only been to like a handful of funerals and it was all like a remembrance you mm-hmm. know like bohemian like hippie shit they're weird they're really weird they're definitely yeah yeah 
Uh, it's it's a bizarre thing. I don't know if I would if I would want that honestly. Just like in the middle of the room, just like everyone just like kind of staring at you. You know, it's kind of strange. I'd want them to put me in like a fila sweatsuit, <laughs> with like a fat... standing up, like yeah. <laughs> giving the thumbs up or yeah. something. <laughs> yeah, like prop me up somewhere. Uh, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. You know, or like maybe they could they could stuff me and they could use me like in a restaurant like they do with taxidermy bears, like holding the sign that says like, please wait to be seated. <laughs> you <know? laughs> okay. This podcast is our living will, by the way. So yeah, anything so, we say on this, yeah. if, if something tragic happens, listen to this episode and that's what we want. Yeah. Exactly. Evan wants to be standing up <laughs> inside of a restaurant <laughs> holding the hostess sign. Like a Chili's or an Applebee's or like something like that. I was thinking more like a, like a cracker barrel. Yeah, okay, yeah. that's perfect. I think yeah. that would be nice, you know, something rustic. Yeah, I I'd, just want to be in a booth permanently at, at the Cheesecake Factory. <laughs> <laughs> like, a, like a restaurant scarecrow? Yeah, exactly. And, I mean, people can sit in the booth with me if they want, but... They take pictures with you and yeah. stuff, right on you. Yeah. Weird. And weird. The, I don't know. Um, it is a weird practice, though, and uh, uh, yeah, they're bizarre to go to, that's that's for sure. I don't know. I, st I still can't get over that. I wasn't raised Catholic or anything like that. I think yeah. a lot of this shit is so strange. It is. They're usually not totally open the way they are at, uh, at Karen's wake, though. Like, usually well, it's like, like the bottom part is closed, and like only like, like the, the casket opens like in two separate sections. Oh, I thought you meant like it was like halfway open. You had to like lean down and to peek inside yeah. like, with like a flashlight. <laughs> you crawl in and just say a couple words and crawl back out. Oh, um, but yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, I think that, but it is true though. I think that the women all look at that and just, they have to think to themselves. I mean, they talk about it at the, at the wake, like Gabrielle, uh, Gabby is, uh, mm -hmm. she's talking about how he was like, she overheard Silvio saying that they all laughed at Bobby cause he didn't have a girlfriend, you know? And, yeah. And, uh, and he's like, I'm the, sure that cuts deep. It, I'm sure it does cut deep. And like, one of the coolest things about this episode is how the women really snap into action mm -hmm. once, you know, when, when Karen dies, you mm -hmm. know, like they, everybody knows that there's a job to do. They know what they need to do. Yeah. Um, they're on ZD patrol. They're on ZD patrol. <laughs> I, I, I fucking love that. Yeah, that's great. Um, and, and it's, it's, it's sweet. It really is sweet. Like yeah. they, Bobby's surrounded by people who are like willing to take care of him. They, they do adore him. He's a really nice guy. Yeah. I mean, they probably don't know how much shit Tony gave him like earlier in the, in the series, you know yep, what I mean? Cause yeah. Tony was so mean to Bobby for so long. Yeah. And Bobby's starting to move up in the world. He's a little more trusted. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And, you know, someday he's going to kind of be closer to where Tony envisions Chrissy being. Mm -hmm. He's going to sort of become that guy. Mm -hmm. But um, his evolution is very, very interesting. And he's like low key. One of the like one of the dudes that the show is really about. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. He has like he's it, this is about him like, you know, going through middle age and like and maturing in this mafia context and he has a completely different experience than all of these other people. Yeah, he does. You're right. He's like still a sweet guy. He, you know, he marries, he, he dabbles with mafia women, you yeah. know. Um, but it's it's just really interesting, the comparison to everyone else. Yeah, it is. Yeah. And it's, it, it is an interesting kind of storyline. I mean, you don't see many like single dad mafia stories, you know. <laughs> and so like yeah. it's kind of a cool angle, you know. No, I totally agree. Um but uh, yeah, he'll uh, you know it's he definitely downgrades with Janice. Like he'll move up business wise when that happens. But you know it's. Well, uh, but I also think that Janice. I mean, it takes her a couple of seasons. But like part of the way through season six, Janice becomes more mature. And yeah, and I like that for Bobby because when they first get married, it's like I think it's next season. Yeah, it's already there. Janice is like such a fucking drag. Like maybe worse than ever. Yeah, they get married. I think it's like between seasons. We just come back and they're married, right? Yeah. Thank God. I don't want to sit through that episode. Yeah. Imagine if the season finale was Bobby and Janice getting married, and it oh, was like God. a real excitement episode. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like on. I don't know if I want to imagine that. But like, imagine if it was like on reality TV, where like so and so are engaged, and then it's like final episode of the season, the wedding. Yeah. You know, <laughs> with some kind of cliffhanger in there. Um, yeah. Yeah, I guess she does kind of mature. I mean, obviously, we'll, we'll get to that, hopefully. But, uh, you know, I mean, they have the kid, which I'm sure, like, calms her down a little bit. But also, she just kind of, like, moves up. Um, she just becomes more like her parents, really, is what it is. I think she just kind of, like, maybe it really? just... Maybe she just gets better at, at whatever being Janice... Whatever con she's running. Whatever, yeah. Because I feel like she's still, like, scamming to the end, right? Doesn't she? A, a little bit, but she seems a little bit more... She's, like, less unhinged, I think, toward the end. Yeah. She's a lot mellower... 
she's still scamming to the end. Like when when she goes to see Tony in the final episode mm-hmm. to try and get him to pay for Junior to go somewhere, which is like absurd mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because you know Junior shoots him. What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and um, you know, and, and then also I one of my favorite lines of like the whole series is in uh, Soprano Home Movies mm-hmm. where after after the uh, the fight between Bobby and Tony, um, Bobby and Janice are in the kitchen of their lake house talking and, and Tony's sitting out on the dock in a chair and she's just like, I've seen that sitting in a chair thing. <laughs> Bobby goes, come on, people sit in chairs. <laughs> but so I guess you're right. I mean, she doesn't change that much, but she certainly settles down a little bit. Yeah, I mean, it's it's kind of, interesting that like she stays with Bobby for the rest of the series you know there's not like mm-hmm. they don't have like a four episode little arc where they're together and then it you know I guess like the Janice and Ralphie thing right now well these are big you know? characters you know like yeah yeah I mean and so is so is uh so is Ralphie I guess but like mm-hmm. you, you don't get the feeling that that that's something that's going to work out yeah I don't think anyone expected that to no. or if it did like yeah, it, no matter what, it was going to be a bad ending. I, this is like actually probably the cleanest possible break that they could they that her and a boyfriend could have. Yeah, pushing <laughs> her down the stairs, throwing him down the stairs. That's yeah. that, that's that's what you do, right? Yeah, that's that's exactly that's what loud and clear. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime, whenever we finish recording, you throw me down the stairs. I complain about my back, and then I just I get up and walk up. You know, the, the, you know the episode's over. <laughs> yeah, um, we should mention Junior for a quick second. His trial started. Oh yeah, uh, and he he's he's having money troubles a yeah. little bit. He's and another annoyed. honestly awkward scene that that courtroom scene is when the, when the jury's coming in. I mean, it's like slight foreshadowing to what they're gonna do later to that juror, but like the right. rural, the rural juror. Yeah, but um, it's it, I don't know. So many scenes in this episode just feel off, and that's just another one of them. And then it's also like, do we do do we need that scene? You know? Well, I think that the only like you do see the 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 juror that they are eventually going to, you know, intimidate. And mm-hmm. it's like, you get a quick glimpse of, of junior and his lawyer, like looking over there. So I, I think that's really the only thing we can really take. You think Melvoin is like that guy. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> like, I think he's, he's intimidating him. him up. Yeah. Um, the intimidate is like kind of a, that's a gentle term for what they do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then the other scene I think is, is great too. When, when junior calls on the phone, just trying to like, like he, he cares about Karen dying, but at the same time, like he just wants to make sure he has a ride to court in the morning, you know, and it's just kind of like, where's Bobby? Is Bobby going to be there in the morning? What's going on? Yeah. I mean, that's the thing though. Like, what is he supposed to do? And, and that's mm. why you, that's why it's important not to be a dick when it, even when it doesn't count, because exactly. like, if he wasn't exactly. such a dick all the time, they'd be like, yeah, I guess like you should figure something else out. Right. You know, but like that whole thing he said about how Karen said that he looked like Pablo Picasso and he had no idea what Picasso looked like. <laughs> she showed me a picture years later. <laughs> and there it was. It's funny too. Cause like whenever, whenever anyone tells me I look like someone like rarely do I agree. Like I'm never like, yeah, I look like that guy. So it's kind of funny to me that he looks at a picture and he's like, yeah, I look like Pablo Picasso. Oh my God. Actually that happened to me last week. I was at a show and I was standing outside smoking a joint with this rapper mm-hmm. and, um, this girl comes up and she's like, I'm sorry. Like I saw you inside. I'm sorry if I'm like staring a little bit, you look exactly like my boyfriend. And I was like, here we go. And she was like, here, let me show you a picture. And of course me being me, I was like, that guy's like easily 30 pounds heavier than me. What the fuck? You know what I mean? (laughs) And like, but, and, and it was like, fine, I get it. He was like a normal looking dude. Yeah. It, it, it wasn't like uncanny. Yeah. But, um, and she was also like, it's crazy. Like you guys dress exactly alike also. And I was like, these airs, like, come on, <laughs> you know? And, but the, the funniest part was like, was like, uh, she walked away and, and I was just like, I don't feel like anyone likes being told they look like someone. No, they don't. And, and the rapper that I was with, the, this actually made my day. He goes, he goes, yeah, man. And you know what? You have a way better haircut than that guy. <laughs> there you go. His hair was all messed up, but you always have a really good haircut. <laughs> I was like, thank you. I appreciate you noticing that. <laughs> That's awesome. But it's true. Like that no one, no one likes being told they look like someone. No, unless it's like, you know, like, I don't know. Steve just, Jobs. Yeah. <laughs> someone super sexy like Steve Jobs. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I, I learned that. Like I, there was a woman at some store at my old neighborhood in Brooklyn who like kind of looked like, you know, um, 
the sister from Breaking Bad. I can't think of her name. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The she, purple lady. Yeah, she like sort of looked like her a little bit. And I said that to her and just the look of disappointment on her face when she like put it together who that was. And like you could just tell she was like, I, I look like that person. Like, I don't look like her. You can't say that to a woman. You just I mean, you can't say that. Yeah, but Girl, maybe you look not just there. like Pam Anderson. <laughs> <laughs> 1996. Yeah, exactly. Um, Not currently. But yeah, but rarely do I ever agree with, with, I'm just like a super generic looking white guy. So everyone tells me I look like someone, but it's like, <laughs> yeah. no, no, I don't. Um, but Junior sort of does look like Picasso a little bit. I think so. Minus the glasses, I guess. I don't think but, Pablo had those giant glasses, but maybe he did. Yeah, <laughs> but when, when Junior has just like the white t-shirt on, kind of. A little bit. I see it. A little bit. All right. Um, so I, yeah, I'm tapped out. I think yeah, we have to. We have, we have limited time tonight, so we're going to get out. But we have a couple questions. And and just so you know, listeners out there, you guys know this, but we got we got some really heavy episodes coming up. Yes, <laughs> that was a good. Quite point. literally, come on <laughs> next week. Yeah. Yes. Uh, so I mean, there's going to be a lot of heavy lifting. Um, a lot of. Uh, you know, a lot of things to, to manage. So we're going to, we're going to get in deep there and yeah, we just kind of decided that we were going to have a casual day today. This, yeah, flip flops. Yep. I'm just wearing flip flops (laughs) doing the podcast. Only flip flops. (laughs) That's, that's another flip flops. I think we, we've established, we we wear masks every time we record. So we have ski masks, flip flops. We're in the dark. (laughs) (laughs) This is like, keep track of this is our, this is someone's fetish somewhere, (laughs) by the way. There, I'm sure there's someone out there who's like, I love that. Yeah. And the microphones too. Yeah. that, That does it. Um, all right, so we have a couple questions this week. Here we go. Um, Any relationship questions? No, yeah, guys, you can tweet us. Like, we'll help you with like life issues, investment advice. Yeah, definitely. We know, we know stocks. We know stocks, and we and know of stocks. Dow Jones, I think, is a thing that I see on the news a lot. So. The Dow Jones industry average. Yeah, so we'll we'll help you out with that stuff. Um, let's see what we have. Is it easier to read those tweets on your giant? iPhone Plus. Uh, yeah, it is. It's amazing. I just have the the font set to like 78, and it's great. The podcast probably sounds better on it, too. Yeah, it's great. Um, here's one that's kind of real. I mean, we sort of talked about this, I guess, but uh, what's up with the scene between Gabrielle, da- Gabriella Dante and Father Phil? Some of the most awkward writing slash bad acting in the series. Uh, Agree yeah, or disagree? I don't know. Well, first of all, Gabby Dante is actually played by Miami Steve's real wife. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know if she was an actress beforehand. No, I don't think she was. Yeah, so like, I mean, I'm inclined to give her a bit of a pass on it. Yeah. Um, it's 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 wordy. It's really wordy. Yeah. I just think that the saving grace of that scene is that she busts in and he's about to eat a cannoli. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's that does it for me. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I think that whole scene. I mean, we we sort of just we already mentioned it, but it's it's really just that like I think like. I think she picked up on the fact that Carmela like gave her the nod to go say something, and they're just mad that there's this woman here. <laughs> gonna go push a button on Father Phil. <laughs> <laughs> they're just mad that they're that that woman that was there, and then and, and making them look bad. You know, the the mob wives. You know, you but, know. I mean, rule one: know your audience. Yeah, I guess so. So uh, I mean, we should remind ourselves of that more often. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, but what I think is actually more embarrassing is the scene where they go and try to rough the people up at the protest. Yeah. And Artie Bucco's like, and that better not be Columbus. <laughs> this is like, a, it's a fucking statue of Columbus or it's a, like, clearly. Yeah. Uh, here's another one also uh, kind of relating to this episode. Um, how could Bobby have been a made man for many years if he'd never clipped anyone? Like, how does Bobby... What what is it that earns Bobby made man status? Well, first of all, his dad mm-hmm. was like the fucking Terminator, apparently, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which I love. Um, that, just the question aside for a second, I'm just remembering how much I love the way they cast people around Bobby. I like I love that Bobby's dad is like this teeny guy, (laughs) (laughs) and it's like Bobby's always next to some old man like that, and it's just a hilarious like yeah vision. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, I I I don't know. I mean, that's the thing. It's like, and I think that it's it's kind of fun that the show omits certain things, but like, you know, we don't really get a look at Bobby's like brackets. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, right? Yeah, and we don't need to. Well, yeah, I guess not. I mean, it's been most. I mean, it's been mostly him and Junior sitting on a couch, which I guess like it's something got him some points. And then he will. They'll put him to work this season with that with uh, you know intimidating the jury. Um, so we can assume at least that he's probably like cracked a couple heads. kneecaps and heads at some point. You know. Yeah, I mean, but also, I mean, I guess it. It seems like 
you can really, really get far being like the right hand to someone. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 So and, I'm sure that's, that's probably it. Right. Yeah. And by the time Bobby was like of age, <laughs> you know, like <laughs> the mafia is 21 and up. Right. right. Um, by the time if it exists. Yeah. By the time Bobby was like of age, it really like, you know, junior was like a big, big deal. Mm -hmm. So I guess you could get it just from like working for someone like that. Mm hmm. I think so, That's probably. Guess. And I guess, I mean, yeah, you're right. We don't see how he makes his money, but he's obviously doing something right. Yeah, we can, well, we can he's assume it's up. happening because, like, when he's mourning Karen, they're like, can you get back to work, please? There's right. the shit that needs to go down. You right, know? right. Um, I think I have one more here, and it is... Is it another one about the show? It's about the show. God yeah. damn it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, which other HBO series would have worked as a crossover show with The Sopranos? What does that mean? Is that like is that like when Saved by the Bell and like the Cosby's have like an episode? That yes, like or like Brooklyn Nine Nine and the New Girl just did it like last week. There was like a crossover episode somehow. I haven't seen it yet. So oh, actually, there was one on um on HBO uh, uh High Maintenance, the mm. most recent episode. We were actually talking about this because they were shooting Homeland like in our neighborhood. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it scared the shit out of me because there were all these guys running around in like like uh, joint terrorist task force <laughs> windbreakers. And I was like, shit, what the fuck? And um, it turned out they were just shooting Homeland, which is, you know, neither here nor there. But uh, in this latest episode of High Maintenance, actually, the the weed guy is like trying to bike somewhere. And, and there's a whole scene with a PA like, being like, sir, can you please wait? <laughs> and, and they're shooting girls, and like Lena Dunham jogs by. <laughs> oh, that's really funny. Yeah, it was really I good. See that? That's awesome. But I thought you should you should see it because like you used to have that job. I was, was I was the PM. Yeah, I got yelled at a lot on many New York streets. People being like, "What the fuck? I can walk on the sidewalk." And yeah. I was like, No, no, please. We're shooting Sesame Street. <laughs> 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 please don't. Um, so that's it. That's it for questions this week. Uh, Wait, did you? Oh, 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 oh. oh, sorry. Yeah, we haven't answered. <laughs> Duh. Yeah, send us your questions. We won't answer. Uh, yeah. So, which other HBO series would have worked as a crossover with The Sopranos? I, I don't. I'm not The Wire. I guess. Is Sex really, in the City. <laughs> yeah, clearly. You can see Tony and Carrie just having a night out in the town. What about what about that Dave Grohl like rock and roll thing? Uh, what was that called again? Studio City or something like no, that? No, no, uh, Sonic Highway. Sonic Highway. What's like, Studio City? Where are those? Guys? Studio City is a city That's in like LA. an actual place in yeah, LA. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but like, what if Dave Grohl like? Because it's like each episode they go to a different town and they like record at a studio right, and they right, talk about right. the musical history. So what if they did like? What if they did like? Uh, uh, what's what's that area in Jersey with like the Stone Pony and stuff? Oh, like Asbury Park. Yeah, yeah. What yeah. if they did like Asbury Park and like yeah. Dave Grohl was trying to come through and. They had to like beat up Dave Grohl or something. <laughs> I'd be into that. Hey, I mean, they had Frank Sinatra Jr. on tonight and uh, or this episode, and uh, and Frankie Valli will yeah. come and play a character you know, that's eventually. That's true. We were talking about that how like the Sopranos went like really meta and strange because like they mentioned Frankie Valli, and Frankie is you know I, I don't know if people realize this, but fr actually fr actual Frankie Valli plays Rusty, right? Which is crazy because they talk about Frankie Valley, but yeah. then Frankie Valley's actually in it, not as himself. Yeah, I know. You th you think they'd recognize him? Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> I don't it, know. I think it's really fucking cool how they were just like, no, we're not going to explain that. Yeah, we're just yeah. going to do it. I do like that. Yeah, and I also kind of like going back to the episode. I, I like that little scheme that uh, that Chief Doug Smith, by the way. Um, Chief. But, oh yeah, Chief Doug Smith. <laughs> yeah, I found out that my my. My great grandmother on my mother's side, her aunt was a quarter mohawk. <laughs> You're just like, what? <laughs> yeah, but I, I like that he basically scams the guys too because he just wants like a Frankie Valley like private show or something like that or like a benefit or something. Yeah, uh, nice little detail. Um, that meat and cheese plate looked really good. It did look great. Uh, but crossover show, I guess The Wire. Like I, I could see like The Wire. You know, like they were doing that. Like, they were like stealing cars at the beginning of season two, and like yeah. you know, so like I could see like one of the, the low level guys of The Wire just like kicking up money to someone like Tony, just briefly. You know, or do, do you think that maybe they could, um, uh, like if they needed to get someone from out of town to do a hit, like when like when they go to try and do Johnny Sack? Yeah, you yeah, think yeah. maybe they like hire Brother Muzone or something? <laughs> <laughs> That'd be great. <laughs> That'd be great. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. I mean, uh, Game of Thrones probably. Yeah, I mean, definitely Game, Game of, of Thrones. Thrones yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. One of those shows. You know, actually Game of Thrones is filmed in the Pine Barrens in New Jersey. I, I had heard that actually. That's yeah. where they do yeah, it. Yeah. Um, all the magic happens. All right. Well, I think, I think that wraps it up. I mean, listen, it's really not one of their best <laughs> and this there, is not one of our best. There will be other podcasts <laughs> there will be. as there are other yeah. <laughs> Sopranos episodes. <laughs> Next week will be great. I do love next week. Great suspense. Great, uh, just 
great credits at the beginning and great Fully. credits at the end. Um, and that's what I look for in a show is the credits. It's really, it's true. Yeah, <laughs> It's really good. All right, guys. Uh, so please tweet us more questions. And again, they don't have to be about the show. They can be about <laughs> anything. Um, yeah. We'll do simple math problems if you want. Time Very tables. simple. Time tables. Yeah, but no, no 12s, though. Exactly. Nothing, go, nothing past nine. I only go to, <laughs> I, we can do 10 and 11. I mean, okay, all right. Yeah, that's actually pretty easy. Um, but yeah, tweet us anything. Uh, we'll we'll tweet out when we're going to be recording and uh, ask for some questions. But if anything comes up, just uh, let us know it at, at, fucking ZD, at no fucking ZD. Um, subscribe on iTunes. Uh, tell your friends. I don't know. I don't think we should be asking too much of them is that, is that too much yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what they could do is actually give us some uh, some more ratings on itunes because that uh that apparently kind of helps get a little uh noticeability do we have a good rating i think we do yeah we have some, some of the early ones are amazing because they're just like uh, they're painfully unfunny <laughs> like, <laughs> which i just love i want to like print that shit out and, and frame it yeah and hang it up in here um all right so anyway <laughs> oh yeah someone said that we were cringy because we laugh at our own jokes yes which we've never stopped doing and will not stop doing um this is drive time radio exactly Come on. all right so anyway that was christopher the episode of the sopranos this was an episode of no fucking ZD. we got we'll through be, it you guys we got through it uh go team. we're gonna go get some food and um and discuss uh the wait next week so that's that yeah, we're but we're we're both gonna try and gain ninety eight pounds for the for yeah. the next episode. <laughs> Just on our butts. Just on our butts. <laughs> uh, all right. Thanks for listening. We'll be back next week. And uh, bye. That's it. Fuck off.